Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Open Till Late podcast. I'm your girl Ness and today I have the lovely Evelyn, Judy with me, also known as the Pull Up Community. Um, Now, just before we get into it um, and the ladies tell us, you know, what they're about. um, I know some people had some not concerns, but I did have some feedback where some people may have thought that you know, the Open Till Late podcast was specifically directed for the black community. Um, And I just want to let you guys know that that is not the case. It's an open platform for everyone. It's a very inclusive podcast. And I guess I'm showing that here with my guest today. So ladies, you want to tell us a bit about yourselves? Go ahead. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, I'm Evelyn. I know Vanessa through sixth form yeah we went to college, yeah, we went to college together. together long long yeah. time ago now very long time ago. <laughs> longer than we want to admit i think <laughs> yeah yeah we were young babies still trying to figure out what this world was gonna do for us but yeah a lot has changed since it's very definitely yeah it's interesting i'm yeah i don't know what else to say about myself this i'm i'm sure we'll get into it into in the podcast. it yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to say anything? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, the reason we started the pull-up community is because we felt that um, there were conversations that really needed to be had in our community. Mm-hmm. And um, what is that community, to be specific? The community, so ta- um, Eve and I are Tamils. So, yes, we do talk a lot about how the Tamil community is affected by not having these conversations. But um, I think the South, South Asian community in general. So, we do have a lot of overlap culturally. We are unique in our own ways. But South Asia... I think lacks a lot of conversation that really needs to be had. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the reason we started it. And we want to encourage that conversation within the household, mm-hmm. get families talking, you know? Um, yeah. So we're trying step by step. We're getting there. Yeah. So when did you, when did you guys start it? And what is the meaning behind the name? Cause I really, really like the name. Oh, okay. So this came, this came to us during lockdown, uh, right in the middle of summer when you know everything was shut and we, we just were on felt, a walk yeah we were on a walk and we just it came to us organically which was really cool mm. and the name pull up for change well pull up actually is uh comes from one of rihanna's speeches no way yeah, yeah. which speech is this this is from the naacp NAACP which we're in a purple dress yes Yes. okay iconic photo but I'm not gonna lie I don't remember the speech the speech was so moving and you know what Mm. she was just like your friend your friends you everyone has a multicultural circle now and it's so important that we keep you know these conversations going even though they are within our own households they affect everybody within our circle and if your friends can't pull up for you. Hence the whole Black Lives Matter thing was happening at that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was saying, you know, your friends aren't just, you know, Caucasian, yeah. Asian, black. You know, black. Yeah, Hispanic. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's important that we keep moving these conversations so we can make a change mm. together. And yeah, don't just be an accessory, basically. Exactly. Mm. Like, do something. And oh. it's like being silent is not an answer anymore Mm -hmm. like even though this doesn't concern you personally your friends are so Mm -hmm. you should still pick up on that and do something about that because it's so you know it's so easy for you to say oh i can't get involved because this has nothing to do with my culture but technically if your friends are hurting shouldn't you want to help yeah Mm -hmm. or like it's never happened to me 
So yeah. So what can before. I even do? But yeah. you have so much power in the fact that it's never happened to you. True. So right. so use that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's we're trying to encourage that. You know, it may not affect you, but you know, you should definitely pick up on bringing together a, a, a community that's really strong at looking mm-hmm. after themselves, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter whether that's you know from your family's point of view or your neighbor's point of view. You know, if you're tight circle is here for you as a ride or die you know that slowly nations can change and mm-hmm. the world can change exactly strength in numbers yeah mm. definitely definitely so the ladies have come looking very um hey. dazzling um, <laughs> today they definitely outshone me i literally <laughs> whatever vanessa <laughs> rolled out the what, oh, she's glowing <laughs> vanessa's glowing um, don't get it wrong and i complimented them on their um headpieces i didn't want to offend you guys by saying the word bindi but then yeah. judy said no like it could be considered as yeah, a bindi exactly. and she like could you just explain a bit about what it is and yeah. like how people wear it and yeah. yeah i mean there are many many reasons to wearing it um it definitely became part of our identity and culture um but if you look back at the way it started so the way we're wearing it right now is it's just a sticker that's not the original way of um actually applying the bindi or potte as we call it in tamil um they would use uh what how do you what is that called in is kungumum, kungumum is yeah. what it's called it's like a red powder it's yeah. like a red flower powder okay i, I don't think know i've seen it before flower i don't say, know what it's but made i know of, it's yeah. like a flower consistency mm-hmm. yeah um and married women used to put it there yeah uh, but i know as in a married person applies it or only married people wear it so the red the color red means ultimately that you have you know gone through the process of marriage Okay. Um but nowadays I mean it's it's a a choice. I think you can wear the red if you wanted to. It's not yeah. necessarily that you're married, but um it's more the action of taking that powder and applying it to your forehead is meant to be very calming. Okay. It's meant to get you connected to your third eye or um your third eye chakra. And it can also help with focus, uh, meditation, headaches, things like that. So I think it was just a moment that people took in the mornings um yeah. after they say their prayers. and um they would do funny. that as kind of a final yeah it's funny how we we were introduced to it as a marital symbol yeah. mm-hmm. but in ancient times like judy said it was a meditative practice yeah. and it was a way for i think i'm not sure because it's so long ago of course and, and our history records aren't the best the let's best. put it that way yeah, <laughs> it's the same it's the same back home yeah <laughs> but it's like a, we've learned through this course over lockdown actually yeah. Tamil heritage course which was amazing we had such a in-depth look at the ancient practices of our community that we had no idea mm-hmm. that people knew about mm-hmm. and it was really exciting to be able to embrace our culture in a new way mm-hmm. and to really see it for what it was as opposed to through the eyes of our parents who migrated from the right. country who only know so much too exactly and their version of the stories of not stories her, their version of of their culture is very different to our understanding of it now mm-hmm. even because they have bits of it through a lot of you know power struggle in Sri Lanka um, yeah, that's a whole another story yeah. yeah yeah so yeah but yeah i mean for us it's for us as Tamils especially our history is so um it's important it? that we yeah. reclaim what that's it our yeah. original it's been buried did. it's been buried yeah. so 
we are literally digging up our history wow. in South India. Yeah. They're still digging things up. Tamil people and the Tamil civilization is one of the oldest civilizations in the world. Yeah. Wow. Um, but That's nobody amazing. knows that. Yeah. Because it's not like something it's that not people common talk knowledge. about. Yeah. And a lot of, yeah, we feel like politically a lot of people are trying to like bury this stuff down mm. um, just for other benefits of other cultures, cultures yeah. or um, groups. Obviously, we're not trying to point at fingers at anybody, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. necessarily, no. Yeah, we're just trying to re- recoup and find our own understanding of our culture which has been an amazing yeah. journey I it, ha- it really has honestly i feel like i have a new sense of identity just from doing that one course yeah and this was during lockdown yeah this was during lockdown like online yeah, yeah so it's a it's an organization actually a tamil specific organization um what was it tamil in- tamil institute for leadership and excellence or something like that i will have to tell you what that is in no problem some, no some problem. other format but <laughs> <laughs> um they're called tile i know that's the acronym yes and they organize um courses online for anyone actually they don't say specifically for tamil people it's open to anyone no that's good to to learn more about tamils and Mm. how we became who we are and and how we got where we are and uh it has been a wild ride let me tell you i did not know half the things more than half the things that we learned but um yeah it's really like grounded me in a way where i feel so close to my culture now so much more yeah yeah and i don't even think i would have been this close you know even if i was fully immersed through my parents yeah. understanding of it yeah because even though they were telling me th- about their culture something inside of me i felt like wasn't quite right it wasn't making sense it didn't make a lot of sense mm. so you knew you weren't getting the full story of everything so this has been a great um completion of you know your own soul journey it was great and the fact that it happened throughout lockdown it we i don't think we would have found it otherwise no because they decided to do all of these zoom like interactive Mm. um learning activities because people had to be forced indoors Mm -hmm. and for that for that reason we we had that time enrolled and we're like we were good to you know do the zoom calls and yeah so thankful so glad so, so glad we went for it yeah and yeah, grateful it's amazing because i think a lot of people think of lockdown in terms of kind of the negatives yeah of so course. yeah a lot, obviously a lot of people did lose their jobs or lost yeah, close course. ones and things but there has been some really really good benefits and i feel like um you're kind of forced to face yourself yeah because you kind of have your first and foremost you're like with yourself the most time exactly. <laughs> when you're just chilling indoors so yeah I think even for me because I ended up having to move back home because of personal stuff yes. um I just couldn't stop asking my mum about like Ghanaian culture oh, and wow. like practicing my language which I've never done yeah. like, what is, what is the stuff. language called so I'm I'm from the Fanti, well, the Akan tribe, but particularly okay. Fanti. So we speak Fanti. Okay. But the biggest tribe in Ghana is known as the Ashanti tribe and right. they speak Tree. So Tree is very similar to Fanti. Fanti is like a more Englishy version of right. Tree. So my thing was, I was, before lockdown, I went to Tree classes because I thought if I learn Tree, I'll pick up Fanti yeah. really easily. Um, but then obviously with lockdown, that couldn't happen. So I was oh. like, I need to use my mom. There were some on uh, Instagram live, but then I was using that and then also learning Fanti at the same time with my mom and like practicing it. So only like responding to her in Fanti, whereas she's so used to speaking to me in Fanti and then me replying in, in English. English. We do that so, too. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And like my, bro- <laughs> like my younger brother's like, like mom like 
like we're not interested like can you stop speaking to us in that language oh. <laughs> like they're so dismissive of it yeah. and I think me being back home and really making the effort to practice it kind yeah. of showed them a different side yeah, like it's good. being African is bloody cool like I know yes. our I think back in the day when we were younger <laughs> yes. it was that thing of you not you didn't want to explain too much where you're from like someone knows you know I'm what? black we and that's it way. don't yeah. ask me in more details yeah. but now I'm like come on guys like being African is so bloody cool being yeah. Asian is so cool yeah. like yeah. own like where you're yes. from and like learn the most that you can about it especially whilst we still have like elders here and like people from exactly back then yeah it's so interesting that you say that because i would never have thought that you felt that way when you were younger yeah um especially in school and things like that i kind of i felt that way about us definitely like our tamil Mm. culture it felt so personal that Mm. i didn't feel like i needed to explain it to sally you know like i just didn't feel that way but um I was so protective over it mm-hmm. and I didn't want somebody to you, you know, know attack yeah. it in a way and yeah I, I felt like also because there were so many gaps in the storyline for me I felt really insecure about telling my own story when I didn't know the whole truth That's myself it. so now knowing it through this course I feel like I am at such a comfortable place to bring this information to others because it feels really true to me and it mm. feels true to our culture and I feel like it should be something that you you know sharing that sort of light and that appreciation for your own ancestry this is something so unique and it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and having to share that and bring that to other people is such an enlightening experience because other people's have been going through the same struggle yeah and it's nice that they get to see a little part of themselves being revived you know mm. and being comfortable in their own space even if you are a child of an immigrant and you are born here, you're still exposed to so much of their culture. Definitely. So it is still a yeah. part of you one way or another. And I know I've been trying to suppress it, you know, in Paris when I was living there. And then even here, I was trying to suppress it. But now that I'm fully embracing it, I feel like a completely different person. And yeah, it's been That's good. So it's cool. been good. I so yeah. encourage it. I encourage it to everybody. You yeah, know? yeah. There's yeah. there is stuff out there. Yourself. That's what I mean. You need to do. You need to be willing to do your own research. Yeah. But there are stuff out there. And you know when people are like, "Oh, how can I support? How can I do this?" Like it really just takes like Google. Like Google is your best friend. Like you will find so much. Like yeah. even ideas that I've had, I've like typed into Google. And I'm like, "Oh, someone's already, already doing done it. it. <laughs> Let me support their like yeah, what they're exactly. doing and and contribute the best way I can." Yeah. Like there's so much out there. We're so privileged to be in London as well. Yeah, yes. where a lot of it takes place yeah. whereas someone in Ghana even though I would assume they're you know they're immersed heavily in the culture they still might have like gaps in their storyline yeah. and not know what they're doing Sometimes but I don't think when it's... you're like in there it's mm-hmm. harder to see around you exactly mm. exactly it's just one of those things but yeah yeah it's uh it has been a great experience but like, yeah as I was saying like I really wouldn't have expected that you felt that way because mm-hmm. I felt like the black community in our school even was so tight Mm. Like you guys always had each other and and you know you had that community feel and you could see that from the outside mm-hmm. whereas for mm-hmm. us that didn't really exist no. I didn't yeah I was gonna say how did you how did you find it because I think both of us went to secondary schools as well where the majority were like not people of color yeah. so were English or Irish, Irish white, yeah, yeah, basically, or Caucasian. Did you go to a Catholic school too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. So yeah. you that kind of comes with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we had that. 
that community. Like the Asians, as no. in the Asians didn't band together. No, not really. Because I was saying, like, I feel like I, I can't really um, discern who or who isn't Tamil. Yeah. So I would see someone of an Asian complexion and I would just say, okay, not, and I don't even, now I feel bad saying it, but like, <laughs> I would just assume they're Indian, for right, example. Right. That would be my first yeah. port of call. Maybe if they were slightly lighter, I might say, oh, they're from Goa. I might feel like I yeah, know yeah. loads of stuff. I'd be like, oh, are you from Goa? Because there was actually a girl in my, in my year who was like fairer skin but yeah. Asian and I was like oh are you from going she actually was yeah and like I know some people have the Portuguese surnames as yeah, well so yeah. I was like oh because I'm really into those kind of things like yeah. colonialism because yes. even my surname Lyle my dad is half Scottish but it does come from oh, okay. yeah it comes from colonialism and all that stuff oh wow um, okay yeah and um and if they're of a darker complexion I would then think they were Tamil Tamils, because yeah. I, I knew like one or two people who were like really really hot and were like Asian yes. and like of a darker skin tone and they <laughs> told me yeah and like I didn't even know that Tamil meant that you're from Sri Lanka yeah so see that is very it's just, complicated there's a lot yeah it's so there's complicated a lot because actually um Tamils we're in a position especially those who technically come from Sri Lanka we're in we're in such a difficult position because yeah. we're not accepted in our own country but who's so, not accepted who's not the Tamils uh, yeah aren't accepted in Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka so the wow. generally the feel in Sri Lanka is that um, there are two races, I suppose, in Sri Lanka, right? And one, f- that we both feel like we have Ownership entitlement the, to the place. Yeah. Um, and it seems that sharing is not an option. So um, I personally wouldn't say I'm Sri Lankan. Yes. And that's so, why you identify as Tamil. I'm Tamil, yeah. Okay. I would say the same. And you have lots of different uh, communities within um the sort of original scope of being Tamil. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of uh, different generations of migration. So from Fiji to Australia to, you know, to Singapore. So you've got Tamils in yeah. Singapore, you've got Fiji Tamils. No yeah, you've got Tamils everywhere. The diaspora is insane. Yes, yeah, you know, it's huge. It's huge. Wow. But it's because of all of this conflict that's been happening with trying to find territory over our own sort of land we're kind of a stateless um civilization yeah Mm. and because of that there are loads of there are loads of different varieties of us who exist Mm. and hence why you wouldn't know you um, can't just look at someone and say you are tamil so you tamils vary then in terms of complexion height this this you know what i mean yeah yeah, because I don't, I'm not stereotypically Ghanaian. Right. So Ghanaian women tend to be petite, have like really wide hips, like really huge butts um, of a Love very it. dark complexion, yeah. like glowy, like Beautiful. you know that glowy, yeah. like dark skin, um, which is kind of, yeah, it's the opposite of me. But like I, I do get know. people, <laughs> no, because no, I'm, me being 5'5", five, five, I'm considered tall. Like all my, all yeah. my friends, including ones that are Ghanaian and not Ghanaian, they're like 5'2", five, 5'3", Three and they're so like petite and cute, and then there's just me like towering. You're over beautiful, them. Vanessa. Oh, stop thank it. You guys, so yeah. you. But it's just interesting because I kind of get the whole like people just randomly just projecting other races and other yeah, things onto I don't me, even and I'm like, that, it's a bit though. weird. Yeah. Like, do you guys have that? When people yes. start guessing where I'm from, like, what is the point? Like, yeah, why is that even something that you're doing? It's true. What's your it's obsession true. with knowing where I'm from? I'm I'm telling you, my name is Judy. I live in London. What else do you need? You know, like, yeah, yeah. But why think, is this like there is this obsession with people, in, you know, where you need to put someone in a box? 
I think I think that's part of it. I you do have think to categorize is, yeah. everything, and everybody needs you know their like little aisle that they need to fit in. And I'm just like, you know what? If you're a nice person and I like your energy, that's all I really care about. If you want to tell me where you're from, that's cool. I want to mm. know, but it's not something that we can answer. You know, if you ask mm. me where I'm from, I'm going to tell you I'm Tamil, and if you don't know what that means, I can't go into Give you any the whole, more details. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's everyone's responsibility yeah. to be aware and do their own research of everyone. Yeah. Like it starts with yourself, but then I think that should also lend itself to an appreciation of Absolutely. other communities. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm that's why I'm kind of privileged in terms of um, the college we went to yeah. because um, there were. Did you feel like there were times it was quite se- well times it was quite <laughs> segregated? Yeah, definitely. But then where did you guys see yourselves in? Because obviously I knew you guys yeah. like as in I would say hi to you if I saw you. You yeah. weren't strangers to me. Yeah. So how did you guys find it? Because I find it quite. I found it really odd because I went from secondary school where everyone blended together. Yeah. Um, and then it was like college was like there was, was like a side so for the black segreg- people, yeah. a side for the Asian people, and then the side for the white people. It was yeah. so interesting. I mean, um, I don't know about you, Eve, but I didn't fit in any of them. I remember that lunchtime cafeteria it like was it was just, yesterday. Yeah. And, you know what? I had a routine where I would just go from Hopping. each like yeah. group. I would just hang out with each group and then get my lunch and then go and study or do you know some some coursework. I don't know, but I remember I remember that situation and I did think it was problematic at one point. Mm. But everybody was just chilling and having a good time, and I was just like. Why should I, you know, if everyone's comfortable, why should it be a problem? Mm. Because then even in the classrooms, people were all mixed together. So it's not like it happened throughout the whole college experience. Yeah, It was just that cafeteria. Just that, that, like, break times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And Mm. to be fair, because I I wasn't fully immersed in one particular group, I felt Mm -hmm. like I didn't see it so much as an issue. Yeah, same. Um, Okay, okay, that's good then. I just felt like, like you said, in class I would be like, hi, hi, hi to everyone, but then come break time or lunchtime it just felt weird like i think pe- i felt like people would watch me if i was now going to different tables yeah oh see i didn't feel that because i don't think i felt necessarily like i had a, a place like a seat at any of their tables yeah so i was just hopping one I'm after like the other gypsy mode you yeah, know? yeah i'm yeah, like exactly. traveling <laughs> from one group to another i'm like whose fries can i take yeah, yeah. the curly um, fries who's home what can <laughs> yeah, i copy curly fries mm. i know i know <laughs> <laughs> take us back yeah, yeah definitely yeah uh, but yeah, it, yeah there was it's weird isn't it, it how is, you yeah. um, sort of gravitate towards your own like yeah that. yeah so you said in secondary school you didn't feel like that like you didn't feel like you I there wasn't a group there wasn't an Asian sorry there wasn't like an Asian group of girls there was mm. there, oh, was, there was okay but I didn't necessarily feel like I I fit in there mm. and I think it's because of the way I think even I you and I have had very similar upbringings we we were born in um, a European country so Western Europe France yes. Germany um, we grew up there and then we moved to the UK and I just think that gives you a different kind of background to the yeah it gave it definitely gave me a different I didn't personally feel like I was the only Tamil person, let alone South Asian person in my whole school in France when I was growing up for 10 years. So seeing another brown person when I came to England, and let alone five in one class, and they were all like Tamil, I'm like, what are you guys doing here? I'm like, am I related to you? Are we like, you know, what's going on? It was was such a weird experience for me, and I didn't feel comfortable at all. Like... 
you didn't feel comfortable oh okay when you came and saw all of them because i spent so much of my time in paris Mm -hmm. trying to put that part of me in a box just so i could like survive through like all of the bullying and all of that so and then i came to england and i was like i can't believe i have to unpack this now (laughs) (laughs) and try to make friends out of this and i was just like you know what just do you and just chill so i just hanged out you know i was just hanging wherever who i felt comfortable hanging Mm. with and that's why i felt like also because i didn't make such long-term commitments with friends and stuff like that i felt like i was really happy to just bounce off everybody and just get a little piece of everyone's story Mm -hmm. it was really interesting as well because i got to know a lot of people that way Mm -hmm. which was nice yeah yeah you guys were definitely like popular in i would say i know you guys don't agree yeah like everyone everyone, i could just message anyone from college and they would know who you you are i don't agree (laughs) (laughs) because i don't yeah not saying i'm saying i was or wasn't but i'm saying you guys wouldn't like everyone knew who you guys were because you were just lovely people so (laughs) low-key no you were like you weren't like you weren't like regina george yeah 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 yeah. like nice people everyone knew like you were friendly You were approachable. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad me. that you feel that way. Yeah. That makes me feel it's very always humbled. interesting to think what do people think of you? Yeah. Like what people thought of you in um yeah. in certain parts of I your life. I honestly would not have expected what you just said though. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know but what? I'm very observant though, so I feel oh. like I'm always I think yeah. we did politics together, right? You were in my politics class. Well with um oh yeah. But you know, you know, like I think I you know Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but that was an interesting class because i never went <laughs> i was gonna say yeah. that's how i didn't know i was like why is she putting me on the spot when i never saw her there <laughs> every time i'd be there i'd always feel so bad for you because i would be causing such a ruckus with everyone in class and then you just look <laughs> you'd just be like so done with it see i don't remember this <laughs> i was going through like love struggles and relationship mm, issues oh, i don't even remember that but see i knew it because i've got a good memory and i don't remember seeing judy <laughs> in that class my attendance at that class was so low really? the teacher had to like speak to me about it but you know what did you get for a level in politics, politics? Okay, I thought I you don't gonna, know. I thought you were gonna say A style A. No, no, girl. If you don't put the work in, like, <laughs> no, yeah. I thought you were one of those people who don't do anything, nah. but then just come out with these amazing grades. And I'm like, nah, I, nah, I nah, cannot nah. relate. No, I can't either. Hence, hence the picking each other's, you know, homework throughout each group. You know, yeah. like, that way it's hard for the teacher to understand where the, you know, the source, the source yeah. is coming from. That is so funny. I don't remember a lot of high school or sixth form to be really? fair yeah because girl i was just trying to get through the day yeah. mm. and every day it was just make it just mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. that's how i felt throughout that entire time yeah yeah i was just yeah. like it's gonna be two years i'm just i wasn't really sure what i was doing in yeah. life Same. it was such a weird time for me but yeah i definitely I think remember. we're way too young at that point to to, to take making, anything seriously yeah, yeah 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 there's no way at 17 you know that you're thinking about what you're going to be doing yeah for the rest of your life yeah for me i was thinking okay uni okay boys okay this, yeah like, it's too much who was thinking about anything age. else yeah because like my brother's 18 now and i like one of my brothers 18 and i'm just like you shouldn't be he's thinking about how to make money how wow. to get himself more followers on instagram and then he's got a girlfriend on top of it. he's got his own business he's got wow. this he's got that and i'm like he's got his life together I then not, yeah i think hopefully it's 
it's because he learned from not the shambles but the initial shambles you know what, that they're my, lucky. They're my lucky 20s were older exactly because they just go okay not doing that and then yeah. just like next are you <laughs> yeah. the eldest unfortunately yeah. same girl yeah i know the pain I didn't, I didn't know you were the eldest yeah i have um two sisters no way sisters, i've yeah. got three younger brothers wow that Yikes. is one hell of a young- i know <laughs> everyone's everyone's either like mm, I, th- I thought as much or they're like really shocked it's really interesting what about you i'm middle child oh, and i have an older sister i would never think you were a middle child because really? i'm really good at like i try to Guessing like guess it. people's star signs where they, like where they're born yeah. and stuff like that because um there's a lot of usually a lot of personality traits that yes, yeah, able yeah. to help me decipher but you're really well to me anyway I feel like you're a calm middle child middle children <laughs> like my the brother I was just talking about he's a middle child he's just out there like yeah like <laughs> basically they feel like they don't get enough attention they so they compensate. will do yeah, yeah they compensate by just kind of going a bit crazy yeah I personally feel like just I'm going to speak from, you know, my own experience yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. Older brother. I mean, older sister. Disclaimer. <laughs> 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 older sister and younger brother. I just feel like I was in a place where they did a lot of the fun, crazy okay. side for me. And I okay. was, I became more observant like you were. Mm, so, just sit back and just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like taking notes. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't going to do. This yeah, ain't yeah, going to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can do that. That's a clever <laughs> yeah. seat to take. It is such a good seat. It it's is. an amazing place to be. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Learning <laughs> from everybody's experience, you know. I yeah, feel like yeah. that's why being observant comes in handy mm-hmm. in that stage because you're just picking up from people's and how they behave and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's been quite handy. Yeah. Random question, but that means you guys are multilingual, right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So You are too, no? No. Oh, well, you, I do Spanish A level, but that's about it. Because I, I feel like I shouldn't say it unless I'm fluent. No, oh, come on. So it's yeah. conversational, but I'm not fluent. I couldn't just break into Fanti right now so or you, break into Okay, tree. so you wouldn't say you're multilingual no. because you're not fluent, but you mm-hmm. but you are able to speak Spanish, right? Yeah, also, yeah, not fluently to intermediate standard. Okay, but that's, see. that's something. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys speak, so you speak German. Yeah, Tamil. Tamil. English. English. And then you speak French, Tamil English. Tamil English, yeah. Sick, that's sick. Um, Before we went into the whole thing about college, you referred to yourself as brown because you were like, oh, when I saw another brown person. Yeah, true. And um, it's interesting because I, I've seen in recent years Asians being referred to as brown people, right? Yeah. And having grown up and being referred to as black, yeah, yeah. Um, I've only recently realised, I guess because of Black Lives Matter, that the term black is actually quite political because yes. at the end of the day, all of us here, like uh, me and you guys, we're brown, right? But we're just on a different spectrum, yeah. Yeah. right? But because the media or the government or whatever refers to me as black, I've just been put in that black box. Umbrella, but I'm actually yeah. not black. It's just a term that's used yeah. to kind of, yeah, usually to like degrade us or whatever. So I wanted to know like how you guys feel about being called brown. Like it's such a, I don't know it's if it's something that, yeah, like term. I don't know if it's, you guys gave that to yourselves because I've even seen like YouTubers like if if I go and type in like lip combos you'll see like makeup tutorials and they'll say for you know brown girl friendly but it'll be an yeah. Asian girl rather yeah. than a black girl yeah so yeah. what is you guys's take on that um That's a good question. I think from my understanding I feel like the term black obviously has a lot more history a lot more of a complicated history than the new age term for brown and I think honestly personally 
from what I've observed, it's mostly been just to try and filter through all of the content that's been put out on social media and just to try and channel people towards a specific like brand of a person that you're mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. I've never been called brown before. Um, I, you know, if someone asks me where I'm from, they're normally quite perplexed or confused anyway. So mm-hmm. then I just go out and tell them I'm Tamil and then I have the whole speech about that history. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't really had the issue of brown, of being called a brown girl. Um, but I do get the odd South Asian and I'm fine with that. Because mm-hmm. you would count yourselves as South Asian, yeah, right? Technically, yeah, yeah, technically, you know, you can just say it's South Asian. But really, because we so... I think because of our history yeah. with the fact that we are stateless civilization, mm. we really own our Tamilness. Mm-hmm. So we just come out and say it, you know, we're Tamil. Uh, we don't say we're Indian. We don't say we're Desi. We don't actually yeah. like that, I don't think. Because then it it really blends us into like the northern part of India and that I think pulls so us far off. removed yeah it's yeah. very far removed from uh, everything related to our culture mm-hmm. maybe apart from food that we have like some similarities in spices and the way we cook or the way we make teas mm-hmm. but apart from that I don't think we have a lot of similarities yeah okay. but the whole brown term for me hasn't been an issue but I know from you know learning through history and especially the civil war in America <laughs> you know black black history it's, yeah. it's, it's intense like, it's, it's totally whole, different yeah. I mean th- my issue with the brown mm. brown thing right is it's such a blanket term yeah like it's such a generalization um, when you call me brown what are you actually saying like are you referring to the color of my skin or are you referring to my identity as a South Asian woman? You know, mm. it's so difficult for me to come to terms with these labels because to me, I'm Tamil. Like, if you can learn to call me that and you can learn about what that means, great. If you can spread that knowledge, great. You know, I think being black is different. Like, I think, like you were saying, there's so much more to it. And this, mm-hmm. that's an identity, I think. I mean, that's how it comes across, right? Mm. You're saying that has connotations of both positive and negative. I agree. Um, being brown, I think it's just a label. Yeah. Okay. Because it's so new. You we, know? We, we definitely privilege in the sense that we don't, we, I don't personally feel myself being, you know, umbrellaed under it. You know what I mean? I feel like with the history that you have with the term black people, yeah. I think you have a lot more of a connotation with you know all of the struggles that you've been that's getting right, yeah. politically and mm-hmm. that's all encapsulated with that term mm-hmm. whereas for us it's not, it's we haven't come across it before and it's still not something that's part of our daily routine or mm-hmm. something that we were born into yeah um so for me i i haven't been you know too into it and like i'm yeah, like you know yeah. cool. i don't feel connected to that at no. all okay really. cool um but how yeah. do you feel about when it does when, if someone you know refers to you as a black person yeah. do you feel do you feel something yeah or? i think it's it's fine like what judy said like because obviously there's the positive and negative and it does link to you know the bad things and the struggles we've gone through as well as some of the positives yeah i don't i wouldn't take offense my mm. only offense would be 
when for example someone says like oh oh you're you're too pretty for like Uh, yeah you're pretty for a black girl or you're too well spoken for a black girl which I think I have received before (laughs) or because then it then goes back to being this blanket and the stereotype which isn't really fair um so I think depending on the context in which it's used in I can then decipher what the person's trying to do and if it's not in a in a positive way or like in a way where they're open for me to kind of explain further or even learn more and know that I'm not just black I'm, you know, I'm West African. I'm Ghanaian, yeah. etc. Then I, I, I would be very upset. But um, I think um, growing up in um, West London, which is um, majority white, like where I particularly live, and I've even recently moved to Chelsea, which is even more. Oh, I wow. know, like, like literally count. Uh, like me and my housemate joke around, but we say literally like count the blacks. Like, yeah, yes. they're not finding a lot yes. of us around. Um, yeah it's definitely used more because um i mm. was actually racially uh profiled in my local sainsbury's oh. and then the guy was like um the guy wanted to check my id but he didn't check anyone else's id and i wasn't buying alcohol or any like corrosive what? substance yeah it was to pick up my groceries you know when you do click and collect yeah didn't check anybody else's id but kept asking to see mine and everyone else had like hundreds of pounds worth of shopping mine was literally this tiny little thing because it's just for me and they were like well we're not going to give you a shopping until you show us id and i was like i feel really targeted right now you're racially profiling me because now it's so good to just say what it is yeah call it out for what it is and then they tried as soon as i said racially profile then they tried to backtrack and they were like oh it's not our fault you look so cool they were like, look at you in your outfit. You look so cool. They said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have complained to the head office, but it was around the same time of the advert and it was just all a bit much <gasps> in my head. You're but joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally, yeah. So this it was is weird not a real story. I was trying to like say it on social media, but then it was being drowned out because obviously everyone was supporting right, me because of the right, advert. Right. So I was like, it's fine. I've taken it to where I can in terms of head office and stuff. And I've spoken to the manager in store who hasn't actually spoken to me yet. Like every time I go in, there's always an excuse. And one of the guys wow. who said it were black as well like one of the guys you're was joking black. yeah yeah and young so and young as well like in terms of yeah he's not been like brainwashed or anything like he clearly knows yeah and like, that really 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 upset me then because oh. i don't like the whole oh yeah black so cool so yeah. this don't try and yeah, know because yeah. you used it for a negative reason and then try to make it look like it was dis- positive yeah. i was like no don't do that don't do that yeah um i'm so, right yeah. in front of you as well yeah i'm like you you that think I pride, yeah? That, right? You think yeah. there's some kind of idiocy behind the fact that I don't understand what you're trying to say? And that's another that's thing really as well. rude. That's another thing as well. I'm like, do you think we speak a different language? I yeah. understand what you're trying to say, mate. Exactly. <laughs> Even between the lines, you don't like, really need to say it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like beyond what we are like culturally we're all human so right. we all have the same capacity to learn and to, exactly. to research respect be kind yeah. like it's just it's and just apologize like yeah, i haven't received any apology from anyone this is like, this is what pisses me off the most like honestly it's like you know we're humans mm-hmm. we can make mistakes mm-hmm. if yeah. you didn't know better then you this is your learning opportunity mm-hmm. you can take a moment right there to apologize and say you know what i I see what you're trying to say. I am being, you know, um, I'm I'm being really hurtful, yeah, and I'm yeah. I shouldn't have treated you that way. Yeah. Let me help you. Yeah, and let me like, do better. What next was time, hard to like, say about that? Exactly. Yeah, what yeah. is so cool. hard about exactly. that? Because it's like you, it's like you basically wanted to say it's because I'm black. Yeah, right. I'm black person. Exactly. Yeah, it was just it was crazy. You see, if yeah, it was crazy. No, this is yeah. bad. Yeah. Good for you for calling them yeah. out though, because I think that's what it yes. takes. Yeah. I think it's yeah. too easy to say, let's leave it because it's it's hard to go through that. 
exactly. it's hard to go through that experience and then to have to call them out having like that be your responsibility in that situation is difficult it is so it is. yeah good for you for calling them out because i think people are getting too used to not being called out yes yeah yeah. And that is the problem. Yeah. And that is why they think, oh, we'll disguise it with, oh, you look cool. And they think that they can get away with it. Exactly. No, no, you're not. Sir, I'm no. like, let's air out this yeah. manager's name. Not <laughs> just after how many people have like died this Seriously. year because of their co- this color of their skin. Like, I was like, no, this happened no literally more. a month ago, guys. That's, that's so this is after so much that has happened this year. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's unbelievable. I know. Ugh. But yeah, I wanted to. Um, pass over the the mic to judy because i know she had some <laughs> questions for me because we were talking about no, no, no. <laughs> we were just talking no we were talking about um when i think of like for example like interracial couples right or yeah. even when the topic is discussed yeah. it tends to always be assumed that it's like caucasian and black, black. Yeah. yes those tend to be the two things yeah so and, much flavor um, out here vanessa like it can get spicier than this yes because um, recently in um ghana there's actually been a, a heavy um immigration of chinese people oh that's so awesome. now you're starting to see like because obviously you know how kids can play out back home because it's you know safer and you know yeah you'll just see loads of little like Blasian babies running around Aww. now because that's just obviously what's happening. A lot of yeah. times people moved over, they start up businesses yeah. as it would. That's what usually Life happens. Life happens. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And then because I knew you guys were coming on, mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, like I've never considered it from like a, a black and Asian in terms of South Asian yeah. point of view. Yeah. And then I know Judy wanted to also talk about it. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's I am definitely very, very curious to know mm-hmm. sort of like the take on it, you know, because I know the the views in the Tamil community, the South Asian community, um, on dating outside of your race is definitely a sensitive topic. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, everybody's parents and their parents' preference would be to date somebody of your own race. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said, for the nature, classic reasons yeah. <laughs> that you know you don't want to have that you know emotional barrier. You the common misconception is that these. They, they don't think they're going to get along with the in-laws or, you know, your... Mm-hmm. They want to keep it close. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they yeah. want to familiar. keep it familiar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that it's that fear of change. And yeah. also, unfortunately, there is that... I don't even want to say it. But the... Um, no. For... You know the hierarchy? Oh, the caste system. Well, we have the caste system. We oh, do have it. Okay. Um, That in itself is another, like, whole thing. Yeah, it's um, another... It is... That is wild. So, are you saying wild. within the Tamil community or within the South Asian community? Because within I've heard the Tamil it... community, we have a caste system. No yeah. way. Yeah, we do. But I'm pretty sure this is also like a, this is also something of just Asians in general. Yeah, no? yeah. It's a is thing. it the same one or like no. similar? It will vary. It will vary. Yeah. Wow. In terms of um, job, because I know my mum works yeah. with a lot of Asians, and they've kind of tried to um, educate her on yeah. it. Yeah. So it tends to be... Yeah, so it was... I think from what I understand... It's more to do with your ancestry, I think. it's Really? Because I thought um, it was the way... It was a way for our colonisers to to categorise us, basically. Okay. So... They were um, they putting kind us of separated by in, job. Yeah, they separated us by jobs. And then okay. that kind of meant you got more exposure to, you know, the colonizers who used to work, that you used mm. to work with or for. Yeah. So I think for that reason, mm-hmm. um, that sort of transpired over generations. And they kind of think that the area that you're from or 
the you know whoever is in your circle you know the socialites aristocrats that mm-hmm. kind of thing that's what transpired into our caste system that's it okay and that's what they look at i think not only so you're not supposed to like ultimately you're not supposed to marry between castes like intercaste dating is not encouraged yeah either. even now religion yeah. as well so that's a separate thing. That's a separate thing. Oh, wait, thing. wait, wait. Yeah. What, what, what are the common religions within the Tamil community? Because I just assumed it would be, actually, let me not Christians? guess. Christians? Um, no, no. I wouldn't have thought Yeah, Christians. Hindus. Hindus, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Majority Hindus, Hindus, yeah. We've got Muslim Tamils. Yeah. We have Christian Tamils. Really? Yeah, we... I wouldn't be surprised if there's some Buddhists as well. There, yeah, there might be a few Buddhists but I don't know this if they would claim that yeah, that's, that's just for political reasons. But, yeah. um, and, you know, some people actually love to, especially now, you know, you've got so much exposure to everybody's um, faiths that, mm-hmm. you know, you can just kind of pick and choose what you want, who you want to practice for, so, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. I know someone who's done that, actually, and I found that really refreshing, the way they fi- found themselves through God in another religion without having that you know, being transpired through generations of, you know, practice, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, there's also that sort of conflict between religions, castes. Even within the race. Within the race. Within that community. Interesting. I'm trying to compare it to Ghana, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the exact same. We don't have a caste system, but like you can tell by someone's surname where they're from. Oh. As in location? Yeah, wow. as in where, so where their family like originated from, maybe, so or where their family live now, and like what they're up to, like what they're doing, are they doing well for themselves? Like, yeah, so maybe sometimes you might have to say, Oh, I'm from this region, yeah. but my surname is this. But like through friends and friends and friends, you just find out it was basically like what we call now. I don't know if you guys call this like a CRB check, like a background <laughs> oh, check. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I love it's that. Kind of like that. Yeah, that's um, so interesting. Really cool. yeah, yeah, but you can. There is like people will frown upon you if you marry a different religion or if you marry into a family that is maybe not doing as well or whatever. Right. But then no one really objects it. Like mm-hmm. as yes. in it's just talked about and gossiped about, and then right. everyone moves on. Right. right. So yeah. whereas I can actually see somebody objecting to that. Yeah. In mm. our culture, like there would be but enough what would heat. Happen? But what would happen? Or would it just be yeah, the pressure of it? Would you just would get enough heat to, for you to really reconsider what you're doing. Okay. And it will come from people that mean a lot to you. Mm. So then that the inner circle, on you. yeah. So then beyond and the I Tamil th- community, yeah. Sorry, go on. And I think the pressure from that inner circle comes from the the social aspect of how you fit into your community. Mm. So the status status and also how you're perceived by your peers. Mm -hmm. And most of these people, you know, um, especially for us Tamils, when they migrated, they migrated in groups. So they migrated with their, you know, families or, you know, friends or cousins or whatever. So it's like, for example, if all of the St. Dominic's people migrated to Australia Mm -hmm. and then we all started doing different things and then, all of that canteen stuff started happening where mm-hmm. you're just, you know, going into different uh, lunch break areas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people started staring at you from mm-hmm. the other side. This is what they feel and okay. this is why they feel uncomfortable 
pursuing that further Mm -hmm. because they already feel the strain and the pressure from Mm. the rest of the lot saying what the hell do you think your kid is doing you know yeah and i'm like she's trying to live her life boo leave her alone (laughs) yeah because i was gonna say bringing it so okay let's talk about like outside of tamil community now so interracial how is that perceived from so i'm seeing a, a pattern of i think there's a preference yeah um of okay, I think of, this is gonna be the other race. I think it's gonna be similar to what I think. Okay. Uh, are we good for time? Yeah, we've yeah. got about we've got ten minutes. We okay. can go over like two minutes. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, there is definitely a preference. Uh, I think so. It's not it's not ideal. They don't want you to marry outside of your race. But if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it, mm-hmm. do it with a white man. Yeah, that's the same in Ghana. <laughs> that's the same. But can I just say, is the women? are very much pushed to if they want to pursue white men so my mom growing up and she and if we if she was here now she would say it proudly Mm -hmm. she was like the way i carried myself when i was younger everyone used to come up to me and tell me the way i carry myself is like has granted me the chance of being with a white man oh wow yeah she'd be like people would just like it's a privilege yeah yeah and she owns it till this day. And um, the fact that my dad is mixed race, mm-hmm. she feels like she, it's because of the way she carried herself. She deserved that. And she yeah. got the top of the... So interesting. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that so interesting? That is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I'm looking at her like shaking my head. <laughs> I understand. It's just from that time. Yeah. yeah. It's just from that time. Yeah. And we wouldn't understand it because we weren't there and we weren't feeling... We didn't have yeah. that. We yeah. Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So then how would it go down? Because I think we're going to... Oh, do you really want to know? <laughs> no, it's, this is why I love like doing this podcast because yeah. I really want to hear there it. There are and so many commonalities. All, we, yeah, yeah, we think we're all so different and so this and so that. And yeah. we're so like boarded up and guarded up in our in our cultured boxes. Yeah, yeah. Where there's so many similarities. So I feel like this is going to be Good. similar. So, so what would be next after... After white? white Jeez, I don't know. So obviously um, number one is Tamil, like all. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Caucasian is next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white. Uh, after that, I'm not really sure. It's probably all a bit muddled up. But after that, what if it was a um, a northern Asian, a northern Asian, northern like Asian Indian, would be. See, that would come down Arab. to religion too. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. if it was the it same religion, same religion. Yeah, I think that would. Asian, Arab, would that fly? Like, would that be... I think that would definitely top... That would be above black, definitely. I, oh, I know I for know. sure. Yeah. I knew for sure. I don't I know. I, to say. I knew for what, sure you don't think all black of that would, come would be... at the bottom? Yeah. I, I knew that that's what you guys were going to say. You don't think... You need to take yourself out of it. I know, it from, that's true. I do need to take myself out of generations it. Generations above. Because um, we're not talking about how we feel about it, right? We're talking about how people see it, the older generations. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. just the reality of it. Yeah, but do you, do you really think religion would trump race? No, race 100% would trump religion. Like if you were to if you were to be with a Muslim man of the same race um or be with a black man. Yeah, see, I don't know just from yeah, I I don't know who would be at the bottom of the two. Really? That yeah. one is tough. That one is a tough example to be fair. Because oh, okay. they've been well, I think I think yeah. I think yeah yeah i mean that honestly, probably, yeah. that's yeah. probably like the I, last one at least you can see le- i guess yeah it's yeah because um i don't know if you guys have so my friend um well an old friend he's um oh i actually can't remember where he's from now but he's um he speaks urdu yeah yeah and they have like derogatory terms for different races yeah. and so do we 
like in Ghana. It's not yeah. necessarily derogatory, but it's when you're speaking about a certain yeah, yeah. race, you say certain words. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so don't you think that the black? Don't you think that black is not spoken or favorably? No, it's like, not. Like there's obviously yes. stereotypes and 100%. stuff, and then it's kind of like don't you hang know, around. We have we have black people in Sri Lanka. We have really like they come from. I don't Do you think they're East African or I don't know exactly yeah. where from, but yeah. they they ended up in Sri Lanka and they have a community there. So I really don't see the problem, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. it's definitely and also least favorable. Okay, which yeah. I think is wild because mm. actually culturally we have so much overlap. Mm. Yeah, so much, and yeah. we the the excuse is always. We don't have anything in common with them. But that's so not true. We have yeah. nothing in common with white people. I'm sorry, yeah, but we just yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. We're like, so far removed from them. Yeah. And I don't even think that... The other thing about interracial um, couples, mm-hmm. I have noticed, being the observant person, that mm-hmm. sometimes when um, an Asian and a Caucasian person gets put together, mm-hmm. there's a lot less going for the Asian side of the culture. Mm-hmm. Whereas if an Asian and someone who's more culturally immersed gets together I feel like there's this nice balance between the two people try to you know I mean it depends exactly yeah because I was gonna say there's more acceptance for it yeah because I was gonna say that I think maybe differently to what you think in terms of if it's a when it's a white and Asian couple Mm. it tends to be that because obviously yeah I feel like not the Asian side is accepted more, but either the Asian person in the couple tends to kind of um, Be numb more, down yeah. their Asian. They dilute yeah. it. They dilute their sorry. They yeah. dilute their Asianness, or the the white person in the relationship will try to embrace the yeah. Asian side. Whereas when if if it's like black and Asian, for example, very you know very very cultured yeah. um, communities, I feel as though there's more of be, a blend. It's it's a blend, but there is a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, there is a little bit of a struggle. Because it's so rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I don't want to speak for Nigerians, but they're even way more cultured than Ghanaians. I would say their culture is very intense. So if a Nigerian person was to marry an Asian person, I feel like the Asian person would have to accept a lot of the Nigerian culture and customs. Yeah, there's no shying away. Whereas Ghanaians, we're a little bit more laid back. We're a little, and I don't want to generalize, but we tend Mm. to be a bit more laid back and more open to sort of blend the two or taking certain parts from both sides yeah yeah well i think there has to be an element of compromise there has right. to be there it doesn't make be. sense because yeah. that person you love that person they they, they are, are exactly yeah. and who they are is whatever exactly. race or whatever community they're from. from you have to embrace that you shouldn't feel the need to to dilute to it, or, it or, use, or... or use that to kind of like i don't to whitewash yeah. basically yeah. Your, your culture out of you i yeah, yeah i agree with you guys on that um so have you i know i really don't like talking about like relationships and yeah. stuff but do you feel like you'd be open to like other races and stuff Definitely. yeah yeah oh 100 i think yeah. i would actually really like that yeah um mm-hmm. just to just to allow myself to not be single like not single in a way as in single but single layered mm-hmm. i want to be multifaceted in my life like i want mm-hmm. to be able to learn about different cultures and and different people, you know, how people handle things in different situations and just yeah, just become like a, this person that isn't just one layer, mm-hmm, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think the best way to do that is to get to know people from different kinds of 
parts of the world and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't stick to just one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No matter what. But yeah. I personally I've never dated someone of my own race. Yeah, me too. See, so that's probably the difference whereas I've only ever dated black guys. Yeah. Um never dated Caribbean, they've all been African. Yeah. And I've realized now that <laughs> I feel like I'm always like self-deprecating, <laughs> but basically I feel like I'm I don't think I'm going to get like moved to by a white guy anytime soon. I don't think an Asian guy would ever move to me. So I've kind of accepted that okay, black guys are my thing. Clearly okay. in terms of both ways, they seem to like me, I seem to like them. Yeah. And I kind of made the decision this year um after my breakup and I was like, I think Ghanaian I think I should be with a Ghanaian guy. Okay. Whereas I didn't think that growing up I yes. was like really into white guys. I had a moment I was really into mixed race yeah. guys. I was really into this type of guy, this type of guy. And I was like, no, like if I if I receive compliments or advances from someone outside of my race, that's absolutely fine. But it just hasn't happened yet. So therefore, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine it. Yes. And I yeah. also think I don't want the element of like having to explain myself all the time. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. you. So I was like, I've accepted that. I think I would, w- if I had the choice, mm-hmm. I would want to be with a Ghanaian guy. But if another race came to me and I really loved them, obviously that would never make it me... It wouldn't even be yeah, a factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be exactly. happy to be with them. Like, But it's interesting because I feel it's like if you've never dated from if you've never dated your own race mm-hmm. you definitely have a more bigger picture in yeah. terms of your open-mindedness for other like races yeah. and cultures yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely but, i was gonna say dating hasn't really been a thing for me but i have met a lot of guys from different backgrounds and funnily enough i just feel like the people i've met they weren't personally so fully immersed in in their culture mm-hmm. so for that reason i think because we were both nomads mm-hmm. mm. we <laughs> got together that way yeah and yeah. it worked out you connect way. in that way yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i guess yeah i feel like that's a lot of people's um experience nowadays as yeah. well because mm-hmm. there's so much of that mix mm-hmm yeah, well, I think that brings um, the episode to a nice close. Wow, we what have a so close. much to talk about. Yeah, yeah you it. guys definitely have to come back. Oh, um, I love part it. two. Yeah, part yeah two. definitely part two. Um, so we can learn more about like the content you guys make and yeah. things like that and what you guys have planned for the future. Um, Thank do you, you so much let... for having us. Oh no, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much we for had coming a blast. on. It's it's been fun. It went by yeah. so quick. Yeah, <laughs> went by way too quick. Um, do you want to let the people know where they can find you on socials? <laughs> uh yeah we've got instagram it's at pull up community yeah and yeah we've you can find us there whoop, whoop. and that will all be linked in the show notes as well um yeah. thank you guys so much again for coming on and i will see you guys in the next episode bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>